Hello, and thank you for tuning in. This is Love What I Love, the podcast where we beg our partner to love something we do, whether it be a movie, TV show, or anything in between. We're your hosts, Masha. And Andy. And this week, we're talking about Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot follows an 11-year-old boy in 1984 growing up in Northern Ireland. Billy discovers a love for ballet in the midst of a coal miner's strike, directly affecting his family and community. It's Pretty broad. A, it's a boy who loves his ballet. You, spe- you said it wrong. Ballet? Oh, that's it. <laughs> ballet. I can't. Boxing and wrestling. I wish I could roll my R's and I could say wrestling right. Wrestling. Oh, that sounds good. It's so funny. That's so Scottish, by the way. You, what, were they Irish? Uh, the actor. No, they're they're British. No, no, the, in the. Sh- in the movie, they're British. Oh. Northern England. Oh, okay. I thought I heard you say Ireland. No. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I hope you guys were, because I was not. Oh my God! Did you watch the movie? I All saw right. it three times. <laughs> I saw it once. All right. Um, this movie stars Jamie Bell, Julie Walters, Gary Lewis, Jamie Draven, and Stuart Wells. And quick thing about this cast, I'm so dumb because I didn't realize until we watched this movie together who freaking Julie Walters was. Who's Julie Walters? She's the ballet teacher. Uh Uh-huh. She's freaking Mrs. Weasley. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I've watched this movie like a million times, Andy, and I just never put two or two together. And it's only a year apart. It's <laughs> not even like you have the thing where it's like, ah, it was like 10 years later. I didn't recognize her. Yeah. Like Harry Potter was the next year. Because like you don't think of Mrs. Weasley like a lot. You know, you think of the main three and yeah. some teachers and stuff. I think about Mrs. Weasley constantly. All right. And then f- just a quick fun fact about Stuart Wells, who plays Michael... Yeah. Uh, Billy's friend. He was freaking. He plays an eleven-year-old boy. Obviously, he was seventeen. That little kid was seventeen. Yeah, weird. Pl- uh, playing an eleven-year-old. Isn't that crazy? Why was he so small? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I don't mean to insult the kid, but yeah, that's no, crazy. no. Uh, I ugh. mean, he played it well. <laughs> I guess. So this film was the directorial debut for Stephen Daldry who's an English um, director, producer of theater, and now, of course, he does film and television, too, but this was just his first movie. That's pretty wild. I know. He's known for, like, always putting his actors first and, like, being very, like, creative and spontaneous. Like, coming from the theater world, it's kind of like, you know, you try stuff out all the time, so there's there are a lot of examples in this film that he kind of just added that weren't in the original script that we'll talk about, uh-huh. but I always think that there's an extra element that people who originated in the theater bring to film and television, mm-hmm. you know? So was this a movie or a play first? This was... Because I know it's a play, but what came first? No, the movie came first. So uh. this was actually based on... This was written by Lee Hall, who wrote this as a story first, and then it got adapted into a movie. Wait, um, what do you mean as a story? Like, 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 like a short story? Okay, so Lee Hall wrote Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot was actually called The Dancer first, which makes sense, but it premiered at Sundance in 2000. Um, and one of the big biggest winners of that year, 
the dancer was in the title, so like everyone was confusing that movie with this movie. Oh, this was still called The Dancer at the time? Exactly, oh, like when it premiered. Yeah, so yeah. they ended up changing it to Billy Elliot just to not spark any confusion. Yeah. But anyway, um, when he Billy first... Billy Elliot's a better title. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, it didn't seem like the director agreed with that at the time, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. I guess this was a play called The Dancer first. It got adapted to film, but then... After the film, it got adapted to the musical, stage musical, Uh um, which ended up being produced by Sir Elton John um, and kept a lot of the creative team from this movie. Elton John was like really touched when he saw this movie. So he was like, I just, no matter what, I just need to be involved in this. Like, how do we do this? Like the choreographer, Lee Hall, and the director, like all came on board to to make that musical a thing. Um, That's why I was surprised it was this guy's first movie because I... It seemed like there was some, I don't want to just say budget, but there was like some like faith behind it, you know? Like it didn't look cheap, you know? Well, actually, that's funny that you say that because this movie only had a budget of seven. Well, I guess the the budget's pretty big. Um, it had a budget of $5 million. Yeah, that's not that big. Like, yeah. It's big, but it's not, I mean, it's not nothing, but it's, it's not, that's not a big yeah. budget by any means. And it ended up making 109.3 mil in the box office. Yeah, that makes sense. So like, you know, studios, studios love story or whatever. Yeah. Um, love story. Studio love story. <laughs> uh, ju- studio dream scenario. Yeah. So yes, this movie was written by Lee Hall, who loosely based it on this guy called Thomas Allen, or I guess his name is Sir Thomas Allen, because people in Britain have get titles and stuff. Yeah, he's knighted. Um, <laughs> huh? He's knighted. Yeah. Uh, he... Get titles and stuff. <laughs> uh, he uh, He's an English operatic baritone, but he comes from like a mining family. And so like him breaking out to be an artist was like a huge deal, so... Lee based it like loosely on him to inspire the story of Billy Elliot. All right. Um, and it's actually funny because during my research, there were so many articles that was like real life Billy Elliot, but they all were just stories of people who like became artists despite the fact that like their parents disapproved or like yeah. they came from a family that wasn't that, you know, like. Which is so, like, that's that's a good amount of artists. Yes. Not all of them, but, you know. But it was just so funny because I was like, okay, who is this really based on, yeah. you know? Like, that was kind of, it kind of made it difficult And there was find. probably somewhere they, like, found them afterwards. Like, they saw the movie and they were like, who can we find that has a similar story, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And then I can't, you can't not mention the choreography in this. So this was choreographed by Peter Darling. And yeah, I just, there's so much to say, I guess, just to jump through like some of the quick facts before uh, we dive in. I had mentioned um, this film premiered in the year 2000. I think I might've said Sundance, sorry. It was actually the Cannes Film Festival. Uh And then got a wider theatrical release later in that year in September by Universal. You want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie? I'll take a gander. I feel like this is a pretty liked movie. So I'm going to throw my gambles at 90% critics, maybe like 85% audience. We're pretty close on both fronts. What do we got? 85% critics, right. 89% audience. Damn, I was thinking about flipping it a little. I was like, I feel like it has more audience loved, but I got scared. It's yeah. Like 90. I mean... Both got it wrong. Should be 100 right, across the board. get out of my face. <laughs> You're never satisfied. I you? mean, at least 99. Take your tomatoes and go make a fucking 
sauce and be happy with it. No, it's so. I, I'm actually really happy with these ratings. But you know me, like the bitter part of me had to like uh, look at what the re- the rotten did. ones you, were. You went to you went to all reviews and then you cycled my worst <laughs> and then you yeah you're insane. But they were dumb. They actually made me furious and then I was like, why am I doing this? If you ever get even an ounce of like public fame <laughs> for any reason, you're gonna go crazy spiraling oh, down negative comments. No, like, I will have you like block off everything. I don't want <laughs> any online presence if I ever become famous because like I can already see if I'm angry about something. I'm not even like attached to. Yeah. Because mm. even the, everything good <laughs> in the world has shitty comments about it on Facebook. Like, there's nothing yeah. that has perfect comments. Like, people hate everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you would get, you'd be sitting there and be like, look what this person said. <laughs> like, one of the rotten ones, like, I'm, I'm not going to go through them at all, but like, it was Except like, movie is so predictable. And I'm like, are you watching the movie to know what happens or are you along for the ride to see how, like, I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm getting furious again. <laughs> anyway, hot. so uh, this movie actually um, got three Academy Award nominations, which I did not know mm-hmm. prior to my research. They got nominated for Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Actress in a Supporting Role. And it was the only movie that year that didn't get nominated for Best Picture. There are a lot of people that Wait, were like... Wait, did you say the only movie that year that didn't get nominated? Oh, sorry. It was the only movie that year that didn't get... Um... Wait, what does that mean? So, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs> it was sorry. the only movie that year that didn't get nominated sorry. for this was... That was the year <laughs> they nominated 5,000 movies. And this was the one. God damn it. And we released 5,000. I, I told you I was nervous. <laughs> I was like, Did I, am I stupid? Like that <laughs> This is the only film that got nominated for Best Director, but didn't get nominated for Best Picture. Got it, got it. So there are a lot of people on the internet that was like, Billy Elliot got snubbed. Oh, man. What, what one in 2000? Uh, Ooh, 99 was a tough year. Was it American Beauty? Oh, I actually didn't even look look it up. Oh, I, I, if we're because in two wait no because this came out in two thousand. It came so, out. In so yeah, no, American Beauty won the year before. Oh, uh, two thousand. It could have been. Uh, I don't know. Some right, kind of epic. Some kind of like um, epic that took place in the past. Like not not a Moulin Rouge or something like no, that. No, you're right. American Beauty 2000. Yeah, yeah, but that's because it came out in 99. This this would be the 2001 Oscars. Oh, I see. 2000, 2001 nominees. Yeah. Oh, is it Lord of the Rings? No, because that came out in 2001. I keep no. fucking it up. That would be 2002. <laughs> By one year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Aaron Brockovich. Won Best Picture? No, these are the Academy Award nominees. I just want to know who won Best Picture. Oh, who won? Why does it just say that? Aaron Brockovich did not win Best Picture. Gladiator? All right, that makes sense. All right. It's a good movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good movie. <laughs> what are you so pissed about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I go, it wasn't about the dancing boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Russell Crowe? Yeah, that's so funny because you know, um, the, I, I I hate that I have to describe it as a meme, but if you know the fucking meme of him standing there and it says, "Are you not entertained?" Oh, that's that. That's, that's that where movie. that comes from. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so funny because <laughs> sorry, Ridley Scott, that your movies have to be boiled down to a meme <laughs> for people to know what they are. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? 
Jamie Bell ended up winning a BAFTA award for this movie. He's the boy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's Billy. Uh, Jamie. And uh, he's, I think, one of the youngest winners of BAFTA awards, like, of all time. Damn. But I watched his speech, which was so cute, by the way. But he was like, I'd like to thank so-and-so, the director, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, oh, and uh, Russell Crowe said I should thank him, so thanks. <laughs> 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 so i guess that's funny because like these movies were like sort yeah, of head to head yeah. in a lot of ways that's hilarious uh cool but yeah yeah they shot this movie in seven weeks which i think is crazy uh that's pretty wild that's that's pretty fast and then not only that but on top of that because you're working with the kids like jamie was 11 at the time yeah you know kids can only work from nine to five they can't work weekends or they can't work from nine to five Huh? They work less than that. I don't oh. think they can work eight hours. I think they can work eight-hour days. You just have to have school in between. I don't know. When I, wor- I worked at Best Buy before I was 18, and on school days, I couldn't work more than four oh. hours. Well, I wonder if the w- the rules in Great Britain are br- different, maybe. Yeah. maybe? yeah. Um, My bad. I didn't mean to step on it. No, I, it's fine. Yeah. No, I mean, you... you bring up a great point i just thought it was less but yeah i was like ah fuck i find out so it was you know those guardrails and then also like jamie was going through puberty at the time so that was like another like reason why they had to rush yeah because when they started production his voice was like okay but like towards the end of production he was getting like a deeper voice and they had to like actually like fix that in post (laughs) and distort it a little bit yeah it's like when you watch terminator 2 like edward furlong's voice is cracking throughout it and sometimes it's really high and sometimes it's a little lower oh he legit went through a change (laughs) yes no no we're gonna kill that guy what the hell are you doing mom just kidding she's gonna blow him away come on they had to shave his legs uh towards the end of production too like just to keep him bare oi you don't look poofa enough. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Words gonna get thrown out a lot. This movie. This movie throws uh, that word around as if it was like the most common. For- I know. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. It's so great. Like I remember. It's so great. <laughs> we gotta bring it back. No, I just remember like watching this movie for the first time because I was. If this came out in two thousand, I didn't watch it when it came out, but I was young. Yeah. I was like. You were Billy's age. I was probably Billy's age. Yeah. Um, and I just was so confused. I was like, what's a poof? You know, like it took me like years to like figure that out. But actually, no, it didn't take me years. Cause like you get the context clues later yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say it a lot. Yeah. But yeah. It took me years. So freaking Jamie Bell, like he auditioned, he went through like seven rounds of auditions for this movie. Uh-huh. Um, and outside of that, they auditioned more than 2000 boys for the role of Billy Damn. Elliot. So this was like truly a feat to find a star because they wanted to find a boy who could dance. Jamie could dance. And he actually shared that love of ballet with his character, Billy. Oh, um, and similarly, well, Similarly, when he first got interested in ballet, he was like shamed for it yeah. um, by his classmates and stuff. And then on top of that, they wanted to find a boy f- from Northern England. So he's from there. He could dance. Um, and like they just got really lucky because they were like at some point, like we can't narrow this casting down yeah. so much. So, yeah, it was it was a feat to find him. That's pretty sweet. It is pretty wild to me. He. He looks a lot like the Spider-Man boy we have right now. That is so funny that you say that because Tom Holland 
did star as Billy Elliot in the Broadway production. Did he really? Oh, that's that's weird. <laughs> that's like one of his first like main major professional roles. But yeah, I'm not, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, but I'm not gonna lie. Like when we like ten minutes into the movie, I had to stop and do mental math, and I had to be like, it can't be him because the timeline just wouldn't make sense. Like he couldn't be twenty in in twenty twenty if he was, you know. 10 in 2000 yeah so uh he's like it can't be him but i don't know there was like a vibe he had i was like this guy just seems like spider-man boy yeah oh no jamie bell's amazing uh and he was amazing in this role and the last thing i'll say about the production piece uh not only were they looking for a star from northern england but they actually shot in like the town or one of the towns that like the minor strike actually did happen in just to keep the authenticity which ended up being a huge challenge for them because this town like the mining strike those years were very (laughs) they it broke the community yeah yeah i'm sure they don't want to just relive it for the sake of some stupid ass movie exactly so they actually had to have like tons of community meetings just to <laughs> so, even so all the locals refused to work on the movie so they brought in a bunch of outsiders to work on the <laughs> well, movie actually, no, they, didn't. they, got and they them... were like scabs scabs <laughs> fucking scabs making a movie about scabs <laughs> imagine oh that'd be great no they ended up convincing them to shoot there and then they ended up hiring a lot of them so those you know there are scenes where you see a lot of extras and stuff like shouting exactly how you just did so a lot of them were just like kind of reliving it so it ended up being like this weird like re-experiencing the minor strike um, for a lot of them that's pretty crazy um but on the bright side they didn't have to create like some of these environments from scratch because they were there yeah yeah Um, i guess that's what i meant earlier i didn't mean to say like it looked like it had a big budget it just meant like it still felt cinematic, you mm-hmm. know, like, and I think it's just the use of the real locations and, and, and the real people too, you know, like the fact this wasn't a Hollywood movie, it wasn't like everyone wasn't the prettiest person you've ever seen in your life. Like yeah. everyone looked real, like real, you know what I mean? For like sure. you would in like this weird little small town. And I don't know if you, if there's a real answer to this or if the answer is just like, it's, it's European. So they don't care as much about censoring media the way we do in America, but like, on paper, this is like a story that could be a Disney movie. It's like a boy who wants oh. to dance. You know, like it's like it's it's an inspirational kind of like dance, like believe in yourself movie that a lot of times we'd more present as like a children's movie because it's like it's easy to grasp. It's a good story. It, it, it teaches you things for growing. Mm-hmm. But like we'd never do that and throw it in an R-rated movie where they're like saying the shit that they're saying in this movie. Like this movie is like for adults. Yeah. But you know what I mean? But like it has like a kind of like a it's a story about a boy. So, like, we don't normally sell stories about little kids to adults here. Yeah. And I think that's made this really unique and more fun to watch for me, for sure. But I don't know. I was like, if, is there a, was there, like, a choice to do that? Or was it just, like, it's Europe and they're... Like, because I know our media is very different where we censor stuff for kids a lot more yeah. than, than they do overseas. No, that's a good question. I think, like, for people in England, that period of time was, like... It's kind of like how COVID is for us right now. It's like a shift, you know, it was a huge shift in England. It said it was one of the uh, most notable post-war, like, revolutionary, like, moments in in Britain's history. Uh So I think because of that, just sort of 
I guess maybe from Lee Hall's perspective, sort of like going back and revisiting that through a child's perspective of mm. trying to find yourself in the mists of chaos. Yeah. Maybe that's like sort of the angle that like they were going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes, I mean, it makes it more effective in my eyes. The difference between this and like a, a Disney Channel original movie yeah. where a, a, a girl wants to become a famous singer is like, it's like you're facing so many real hardships in this where like you feel the stakes of the dilemma so much more and that's yeah it was just yeah. it was cool to see because i i i mean we'll, we'll get into it but like i don't i didn't know a lot about this movie yeah for sure i think um too it's i kind of do wish that in more kids movies you know like yeah a kid wants to be a star or whatever but like as if there's nothing else happening and any anywhere else you yeah, know a lot like, of the times <laughs> it's presented because they're like bored of their like small town life right. like it's it's not a true need to like break out you know <laughs> um but yeah i mean let's just jump into it like what's your experience with billy elliott honestly like borderline nothing <laughs> like i'm very aware this was a movie like i was 10 when it came out so i do remember like commercials and stuff but i didn't go see the dancing movie at 10 years old i just that's what you know spider-man was coming out next year uh... spider-man boy who's later play this <laughs> you know what I'm saying? no but as a 10 year old i just had no like i wasn't similar to the way they would bully him for watching ballet i feel like i would have just gotten bullied for watching the ballet movie at that oh, age man. real life billy elliott <laughs> um so yeah i never watched it at all and truly it never entered my life again until you and i met and wait then... so you didn't am i the one that told you about the poof scene because i feel like you quote that all the time well <laughs> <laughs> you quote that all the time you're like a fucking maniac <laughs> I don't just go around accusing people of being poops. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, you were the first one to show me that scene. I, I knew that British people used that term. Like, that wasn't invented for this movie. So, like, I, I was aware of the word poof. <laughs> but you, it made me laugh because, you know, you've, you brought a lot of these dancing movies into my life that I never really thought about before we met. And a lot of the times they're very fluffy. And so it was very funny to be like, you got to watch this most inspirational movie ever. And you're like, start throwing on scenes and they're just like, you goddamn poof and knocking him in the head. And it made me laugh because the juxtaposition, like it's not usually what I get, you know, it's yeah. when you, when you put these movies on. <laughs> <laughs> and so they made me giggle. But yeah, I'd never uh, heard the boxing, wrestling, that, that thing that we've been saying for years. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so Yeah. Funny. So you've definitely showed me that last scene before. But I don't know why, because we'll get into it. Like, it, oh. it made me think, it doesn't spoil much, but like, there's not a ton of dancing in the finale of the movie, you know, right. as opposed to other dancing movies. But you've definitely showed me that final scene before because I've seen it. I don't remember that. Yeah, like, I don't know why. Just back in the day, like, we were just on YouTube. Like, have you ever seen this? And so because I'd seen it before in my head, I was like, oh, there must be, like, a beautiful dance sequence at the end. And there's really not. So I was just like, why did you show me that? Like, like with oh. no context, it was such like, a weird. I mean. I've 100% seen that whole. Ep <laughs> like, it wasn't until we started watching it that it flooded back. It's not like I remembered it the whole movie. Yeah. But I was like, whoa, I've seen all of this. Like, like the very end. We'll get into you know, it. I don't remember that, but I've done that stuff before, like yeah. just shown you. No, I mean, there's stuff. no other reason I would have watched it. <laughs> like, I, just, I didn't just like sort of throw it on Billy Elliot clips it alone, you know, with no context. And I don't even do that, really. You know, I like yeah. to watch full movies. Didn't you also say that like South Park made like a thing? Uh, I don't think it was about Billy Elliot specifically. They were just playing on the cliche of like the 
you know, this guy, he's got a hard, you know, an alpha male, hard-headed dad who doesn't want him dancing because he thinks it's gay. And so on South Park, there's a character who he has, like, an effeminate dad. He's not gay, but he's got, like, effeminate traits. And he loves dancing, and he, and he forces the whole family to dance, and the son doesn't want to. But And when he doesn't want to dance, he, like, gets abusive and beats the shit out of him. And, <laughs> like, he just takes all the dark stuff from this, but flips it. Oh, it's fucking, I don't remember when or where. Like, that show's been on 30 years. <laughs> uh, but it's somewhere in there. Man, so that's it. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, yeah, never, didn't know nothing. Oh, I, I knew crazy. it was, you know, it was a boy who danced, but I didn't, I don't know anything else. Whoa. I didn't even know it was ballet until, uh, ballet until you showed <laughs> me that clip. That's why we have to say it. Ballet. Ballet. Friggin' Bali. What about you? You kind of hit on it earlier. You said you didn't see it immediately, but. Yeah. Because this is R-rated. This is a little, little racy from Young Marshall. Yeah. So I was trying to think about it. I didn't see this movie in theaters, but this was still like the height of Blockbuster. So what I think happened is I saw a promo for it in a movie that I had previously rented because I remember renting this movie and watching it over and over and over again. Uh I have a copy of it now, like a purchase copy somewhere at home. But yeah, I just I can't even remember like the first time I watched it really. But obviously, like it stuck with me and I kept rewatching it. Um, was this one of the ones you would watch with your mom or was this like a solo this was actually a solo one i think like i did that thing where like i would show my mom parts but like she never like saw it all the way through and i don't think it would have i think the accents are too much like i don't think she would have understand what what was actually going on yeah because they're like pretty thick (laughs) where did we fall did we end up putting subtitles on i think we did i think we did i think we tried not to for like 15 minutes and then i gave up i was like i can't well because there are some jokes like to your point you said like i don't want to miss the jokes yeah yeah well no Uh, did i say that yeah because you were like i can't understand oh yeah 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 yeah. i guess which didn't help in the. it was the slang i don't know whoever did the subtitling on ours edited the subtitles so the subtitles weren't (laughs) r-rated so it was really fucking weird like every time it was fuck off it would be like piss off you know like step off or something like that it was so bad it threw you off yeah but yeah i i I don't usually like to do subtitles on a first viewing of a movie but uh we failed i couldn't do it at 20 (laughs) minutes i was like i need it yeah But yeah, this was a solo watch for me. I think it helped that Jamie was really cute. Like, I was also 11, so Uh I was like, oh, like, you know, I had a crush on him. Ah. And then, like, as I got older, I remember also having a crush on Tony. Like, I'd moved on. I'm like, Jamie's too young for me now. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Jamie's too young for me. Like, they didn't age along with you. Yeah. Um, but this was so you hated Michael. You were like, step away from my man. No, I didn't hate Michael. Like, I wanted to be um that girl that had a crush on Uh, Billy in the movie. I got some things, some thoughts about that weird girl. Oh snap! I don't know what what's going on (laughs) over there. Why she's in the movie? But go on. (laughs) But I remember this film being one of the first ones that I sort of related to, and it was a little anxiety inducing just because um billy is coming from like sort of sort of a poor family um that are dealing with some real stuff you know they don't have too much money they're living in a cramped flat yeah it seems like like when when work's coming in they're okay but it is like a paycheck to paycheck deal so the second work stops it becomes a dire situation and it's a household where they're not afraid to hit each other. And yeah. so <laughs> I was, you know, knowing that usually I'm pretty safe in movies, but like when I know that that's a possibility, like I'm on edge the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there are times where Billy pushes the limit or like he gets caught. So I just remember being both scared and also intrigued because like it's, 
it wasn't reflective of my experience, but like, you know, you get yeah, spanked a little of, once yeah, in a while. Of course, no, you, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was one of the one of those movies where it was like a lot of relatable characters, and then also at the time, I loved dance movies, so that love for dance really resonated with me as well. Knowing that dance and like, pursuing dance is limiting because it requires money and classes and stuff. Yeah. I think just knowing, like, I also had a passion for it, but, like, couldn't, wasn't capable of, like, that was also, like, sort of, like, an aspiring story. Yeah. Um, to grow up with. And, uh, yeah, I think just that overall, like, sort of display of, like, how poverty can affect a family and not really allow you to pursue other things. And, and that breaking out of the cycle of whatever your family's journey usually is yep. was definitely something that that brought me to so i think this is one of those movies where i'm like you know when you started watching like scorsese at a young age like this was my like oh i'm mature yeah, you know yeah. like this is my <laughs> mature movie that this, one this isn't this isn't lizzie mcguire goes to italy and yeah. meets a cute boy or whatever that movie exactly. is. exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I kind of gave you the full or like the general overview of the film. So I'm, I'm so I'm down to dive into it if you are. Yeah, let's go. So in the spirit of not really going in chronological order, I kind of just want to start with Billy and his family. I think even before the miners strike piece gets into it, you're kind of introduced to this family who obviously doesn't have a lot of money. They have a grandmother who wanders around town. So Billy, an 11-year-old, is often kept with the responsibility of finding her, feeding her, yep. and taking care of her. She seems to also be going through like some sort of like Alzheimer's, in my opinion. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> and so he has that responsibility. It seems like he's responsible for sort of being as masculine as his father and brother are and then on, on top of that you also learn that they recently lost or billy and tony have recently lost their mom so there's this missing of that sort of motherly energy in this house yeah and you get little glimpses like because he's he's playing with the piano at one point and the dad tells him to stop and he's like mom would have let us and uh so it's like you get the idea that like a lot of the masculine energy took over after she was gone like it was always there but there was probably more of a balance yes and uh i i missed it this might be obvious if you've seen this a thousand times but he's in boxing because his dad used to be a really good boxer right yes yeah, yeah. Okay. and those gloves that he uses are his dad's dad's gloves. yeah so they've been going down so it's like another you know, boy. and like I, I do we know if tony that if they're tony ever boxed or <laughs> Um, our Tony, he did probably <laughs> box. I, we don't know that for sure. Yeah, if you haven't <laughs> seen this movie, they like they refer to their brother. His brother's name is Tony, but like they call him like our Tony. <laughs> but like they say it in certain, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check our Tony's room," and like <laughs> I threw me off for a loop. I thought his name was Our Tony, like like A R T O N I or something. <laughs> uh, but that's what we said. Yeah, I suspect. I mean, this is a a, a town where. Your father was a minor. Your father's father was a minor. And so everybody kind of goes through the same cycle. And it's when you challenge that norm, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. If you don't sign up for black lung at an early age, <laughs> you're nothing. You trash those people. So, yeah, this family is sort of broken a little bit. And then just to add to the the recent death of their mom, you have this minor strike sort of challenging their ability to support themselves. Yeah. They do a good job of kind of like 
peppering in this information slowly. It's not just like a full exposition build beginning. Like you just kind of see the dad and the brother getting ready and you think it's for work, but then he's like, I'll see you down at the protest line. And so you're like, oh shit. Yeah. And then they also, you see right off the bat that the brother, well, him and the dad are both passionate about it. The brother is fired. He has like a young man's rebellious energy. That's like a fire behind his eyes that like the dad's a little bit older and doesn't quite have that. Yeah. And uh, it sets up these, you know, it sets up these dynamics in like a nice realistic way. For As sure. A, and not just like shitty dialogue where everyone tells you how they're feeling. One thing I like about this film is that, like you said, they pepper it in. But, you know, there are a lot of movies where you kind of see a mo- um, what's going on in the world from the kid's perspective. But I think y- the awareness level of this grows over time, like sort of like with Billy. Like we're experiencing it with Billy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. The seriousness of the strike, I feel like, gets more intense as the film goes on. Yeah, and it's it's well, it's a, it is called Billy Elliot. You know, you could argue it's the it's about the family, like the the three, the brother, the dad, and Billy all like go through story arcs and and graduate based on what happens, you know, mentally mm-hmm. based on what happens to Billy. So yeah, I think it's smart, and that's why I like that. It's like I said, it's like an adult kids film. Because it is, not just because it's R-rated and they curse, like, that's just, that's one reason why it's, it is, but it's also adult in the way that they treat the subject matter of the strike, and, like, you know, they don't dumb it down, they they show you how serious it is, how it leads yeah. to violence a lot of the times. Jesus, like, the violence is yeah. crazy. And how, and then just, like, that's what I mean by the stakes, where, like, it takes time to show you how important these jobs are to this town and this world, and if that's not there, everything goes to shit. Yeah. I, I don't think it was later in life that I, like, it actually clicked for me that, you know, his dad is giving him 50 pence to go to these boxing classes. Yeah, and that's a lot. And that's a lot of money for, like, if you're not making money. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's not like the dad's just sending him to boxing class to, like, get him out of the way. Like, he actually believes in it. And so, like, it makes you feel the same pressure when he doesn't want to let his dad down and he, like, lies to him. Yeah. And you're like, well, I get it. Like, it's not just, you're not just, like, throwing away an after-school activity. This is, like, a tradition. Oh, for sure. And he's putting money that he desperately kind of (laughs) needs. you know over to that yeah so what happens is we see billy taking these boxing classes in the in the beginning of the film he's really bad at it stinks um he kind of has that coach oh yeah Yeah, coaches (laughs) are fat often (laughs) i'm always like how you giving tips (laughs) and he stays late after boxing class and they're sharing that recreational space with the ballet class and he's sort of tasked huh what class are they sharing it with ballet i don't think that's how you say it Ballet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't understand <laughs> your accent. It. Your accent was weird. Friggin' Bali. All right, so the boxing the boxing class is yeah, I sharing... It's, I think it's boxing, but okay. I'll, I'll, let, you get, I'll let you get by with boxing. The boxing <laughs> class is sharing with the ballet rec- at the recreation center. Oh, finally. <laughs> finally. A, a dialect I can understand. <laughs> Jesus. And Billy... Billy is tasked ta- with shedding the keys. You were talking like a southerner. You could talk like a proper northerner. <laughs> this is not English at all. People like it. <laughs> it's uh, a bit Irish again. But again, I'm not, not very good at my accents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's more of a silly Irish. <laughs> this is my serious Irish. We have Irish friends. I'm the Ben Seas of Ed Sheeran. So when Billy stays after to give the keys to the ballet instructor, he sort of has to stick around, right? Yeah. Uh, and and in doing so, he finds himself going with the rhythm. If I wasn't Jamaican, 
then why would I wear this hat? Yeah, he just kind of dives headfirst into this ballet class. <laughs> uh, and we get the first instance of the weird little girl. Uh, she doesn't start off that weird. The one, the one who just says, "Hey, jump on in." Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know why she's in the movie. I don't oh. really. I don't really. Her scenes are a little bit creepy. I was just thinking of like adults filming them, and then I'm just like, I don't know where she's coming from. Ooh, tell me more. I mean, all right. Well, yeah, we're skipping a bit. Yeah. We'll 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 tell the the main beats, but she ends up being the little girl of the dance instructor, and so she, yeah, she's her daughter. So so she's. They're around each other a lot. Mm-hmm. And they have like a little boy-girl cute flirtatious thing a little bit in the beginning. And then they had that scene where they're like sitting together and it's like, wait. They have, first they have a pillow fight and then all the feathers come out and it becomes like porno style. And they're <laughs> laying on top of each other. And I was just like, I'm, like they're way too young. For, like not that they do anything, uh-huh. but just like the sexual like energy of that scene was too weird for me. Because I know how movies are made. So I was just like, why are all these adults like writing this into a movie? Oh. And I feel like they could have achieved the same thing with like a peck on the cheek or something like. I, I don't know. It just was like weirdly. It was something I would, I would but expect. Like happens. I know, but I'm just saying like the pillow fight with the feathers flocking and the two of them laying over each other, like looking in each other's eyes and like rubbing cheeks. I'm just like, this is. I don't know. Uh, I didn't like. like. It was just like they were like too young, and then also like. For like the rest of the movie is just like oh, whatever toots. Like, it's just like I was just like why is she, it's not you know it's not like they kind of like whatever toots. it's not like she plays a bigger role into any of this like she almost bails halfway through the movie and then never shows up again. Well, for me, it kind of shows like how I mean that's a formative age where you are into girls, right? Yeah. But the passion he has for dancing, I think, just overpowers anything else. So that's kind of why he like puts her to the side, in my opinion. All right. But I do agree with you in that, like, she's probably seen something that she ha- shouldn't have at her age. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think, I don't like, like, the way that scene, the energy of that scene was just a little creepy. Like, <laughs> it was just like, I was like, you're filming this as if they were both, like, like in high school, which I feel like would have been more normal. But, like, and also, can we not have the pillow fight where the feathers fly everywhere anymore? Like, this is, is such that a, a porno thing? It's not a porno thing. It's just like, it's like, I don't know where it even started. I know pillows do have feathers, but, like, how often? How many times have you hit somebody with a pillow and it ripped open on the first fucking swing? I've seen a lot. I've, I was actually scared to have pillow fights because I was like, my mom would kill me if there were feathers this, everywhere. This, it never happens. I've, I've hit, we've had so many pillow fights growing up like as yeah. kids. You know what I mean? Like, they just, you just hit. And then also, I mean, yes, this was a different time. I'm sure their pillows probably were feathers, but like, they're, they're not feathers That's that often. That's so funny. Like, you know what I mean? It was just so weird. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I just was waiting to hear Marvin Gaye kick in and shit. I was like, I was like, they're too young for all of this. And it was the energy. It's not like anything happened. Like, okay. It's not like they were kids. Like, I'm not trying to say that. It just, it was filmed with, a, with an energy that I that wasn't down with. One of my favorite, like, one of my favorite lines in this, though, when she's like, I could show you my fanny if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, like whoa. Was this just to like? Was this just to reinforce? Be like, no, 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 guys, you don't have to be gay to be into ballet. I think like, so. you know what I mean? They're like, look, like he's getting pussy left and right. I know he's ten, but left and right, <laughs> you know. So I, was just I love the the response. So he's like, nah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start using. Well, I think because like, he he fucking he could smell crazy, man. This kid knows red flags. Like, that's, <laughs> you know, the second you start inviting that behavior, it's that, yeah. that girl's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's so funny that you really disliked that. It was just, it was more just like, I was like, I thought it would, she'd play a bigger part. And then I was like, she's like not in from like halfway through the movie to the end, never again. So yeah. I was just like, what was all that like fanny kissing, touching cheeks? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all 
Oh wow. Okay, anyway. what a pivot. Yeah, that's so th- awesome. So they're dancing. He's trying it. He, do- he doesn't. He doesn't hate it. Yeah. So I mean, that's one relationship. I mean, Billy has a lot of relationships in this movie. I think the ones that are of his age are the the one with this girl, Miss Wilkinson's daughter, and then the other one that is his age is his best friend Michael. Yeah. I love this relationship. Yeah. I gotta say, um, is d- is this weird to talk about this, or should I wait? Why is it weird? Because I feel like we're <laughs> jumping around. No, give us a okay. shit. Okay. <laughs> um, I love. I. Because <laughs> he might be gay. <laughs> is this weird to talk about? No. no. <laughs> That's um, what I was like. I was like, "What are you getting?" No, no. I just mean like the jumping around. Yeah. So sorry, guys. Going to be jumping around a lot. We jump. um, we're talking about characters. So m- one of my favorite relationships in this movie is the one between Billy and Michael. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, I know it's one of the first relationships I've saw of a gay character, a young gay character. Yeah. And what, what it means to have a friendship with someone, you know, who, who doesn't like the same sex as you. Or, you know, I, at, during the film, you realize that Michael has a crush on Billy, like yeah. a huge crush yeah, on yeah, Billy. Yeah. And I think Michael, or I know Michael gets a spark of hope. That I mean, the second he said he'd look good in the tutu, that's when I wrote in my notes. Oh, I really? Like, I was like, is Michael a puffa? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that was a, a glimpse of hope for Michael that like, oh, like Billy's like me. And that's great because I'm in love with him. Yeah. So we'll, you know, dress up and put on our mom's clothes together and, you know. Yeah, but it, I like it's like almost like a more of a spark of hope of like humanity in general because I think it probably in the long run it was more important for him to come out to someone to a friend mm-hmm. and like still have that friendship stay there. Yeah, because think about like especially at that age, like if if Billy was like when he found out he was, he was like ew gross and like never talked to him again, like that could fuck you up mentally for a long time. Yeah, so it ends up being like I think of a. In the long run, a more something healthier for him than if it was just like someone he had a crush on who liked him too. You know what I mean? Like for it was, sure. it was pretty. It was a pretty interesting way to go about it. I think it was also a spark of hope for the. N- it's sorry to be like, well, but for the next generation as well because. Yeah. I feel like Tony at that age, if his friend came out to him, he would have like punched him in the face, and that would have been the end of that. Exactly. Billy does not do that. He has that. He's a little Moment. weirded out. Yeah. For, like, he's like, oh, shit. Like, you know, like he didn't see it coming, but but he copes with it and just like, yeah, yeah, cool. It's still yeah. my friend. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, thank God. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's I was different. wondering, too, because, like, I did. I really enjoyed that in this movie, too. But, you know, we're flash forward 23 years in the future as of now watching this movie. And, you know, cultures have changed and media has changed a lot. And nowadays, a lot of times, they'll shoehorn in storylines like that. And I roll my eyes a little bit because it almost seems like it's put in there because it's now like fashionable to tell those kind of stories. Mm. And so sometimes stories that have nothing to do with like a gay character, they'll throw one in just because it then gets people to write stories about like it being brave. And I kind of roll my eyes and I'm like, <laughs> blah, blah. And I was watching this and I was like, why do I like, why is, do I find it refreshing here? But like, I would roll my eyes. And I just think it's like, I've always enjoyed kind of like when movies and media kind of are a little bit more rebellious and to do this kind of shit in a movie in 2000s was rebellious mm-hmm. and it wasn't going to get you applause. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was it was a braver stance to take when movies didn't do shit like this. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't have a gay if you had gay characters it was for the sake of a joke or or you were making a gay movie like quote unquote, you know, like mm. a like a brokeback mountain where it's like, well, no, 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 we're we're doing it, you know what I mean? So, it was such a br- like it's 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 
It's not going with the status. Like, exactly. What's, it's, it's, what's not just, it's not making an easy decision to get some easy applause. It's actually like going out on a limb. And, and it's why like you watch something from this, you know, we'll watch something from like the early 90s and be like, I can't believe they're having these conversations. But then if I watch something made now and I'm like, they're having that conversation, I'm like, all right, go with the times, asshole. You, yeah. should, be, you should be ahead of the game. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it was just me going through a thing of being like, why am I like not rolling? Because I'm so used to rolling my eyes lately where I'm just like, all right, I get it. Like, right. You want, you want some, you want an Emmy and that's the only way to get it right now. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's, and that's not all things. Like there are genuine things made by like queer creators that are like their voice and a true representation. But sometimes you could just tell something that you're just like, they threw that in there just yeah. because it's cooler to to be an ally today than it was 20 years ago. I love that. Yeah. That's so interesting. I One thing I noticed in my, like, watching it now, I remember when I was a kid I being very angry that Billy and that girl never kissed. Uh-huh. And, and then I'm like, oh, but, like, Mrs. he... Fanny? Yeah, but then like freaking Billy kisses Michael on the cheek in yeah. this ep- in in this episode in this movie, <laughs> and now watching it with you, I was like, oh, that's so freaking beautiful. Like that's that that Michael gets the kiss from Billy yeah. and not her. Yeah, it, it's the priority. I mean, he of just the has movie no time for friendship. this. Yeah, he's got no time for this broad. And, that, <laughs> and I was just, I was like, why is she like so? She, she's in a lot of the first half, yeah, <laughs> and he just isn't into it the whole time, and she never comes back. <laughs> Well, th- actually, you called her a bitch Wait, in the what? movie when <laughs> when he I'm sure it did. when Billy calls the teacher to let her know that like her, her his brother got be- or Tony got beat up yeah. in the minor strike. She the girl picks up the phone and hangs up. Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah. he had the audition, and yeah. you were like, "This." Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Oh, I'm like a safe. Oh, that cracked me up so much. Uh, yeah, she's a little troublemaker. <laughs> she's not good at the ballet. Yeah, she's not even that. She's not even that talented at the ballet. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of relationships, do we want to talk about um, Billy's? Ro- I mean, let me know who you're most passionate to talk about. <laughs> oh, my most passionate. So, what pops? I guess the main relationship. Oh, you think it's a main relationship? What do you think? Oh, well, you think it's Billy and the teacher? Yeah. But I will say, Fair. no. I mean, the the father one is pretty primary yeah. as well. I feel like if you, if they never cracked that, you know, like, Billy would never have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he needed that. Yeah. All right. So, Billy and his dad. Um, And then I guess I'll start by saying to... Also, I, I want to say, too, this movie's pretty fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> it's, it's that kind of funny where everyone's saying, like, real mean, hateful shit, but, like, you can't not laugh. You know what I mean? Like, it's so creative. Like, the sli- I, I'm, I don't know if it's creative if you live there. I'm sure you hear it every day. But yeah. for me, it's just the level of slang and the amount of different ways they were calling either just people, like, sissy. Like, you know, it's just, like, a very, like, old school. Like, I was like, this humor is hilarious. Like... <laughs> And I know we're not supposed to be on these guys' side, but it is funny. <laughs> Comedy's comedy. Yeah. It's so dark, though. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Oh, uh, man. So, I, there's, like, a mini documentary, I guess, in the making of this film. And, of course, they're, uh, one of, they had to cut a lot of scenes just for the sake of the story and, like, the flow. Uh-huh. And a lot of those scenes, actually, the boast ended up being uh, Tony's scenes that were cut. Uh. But there were a few of um, Billy's dad. Like, when we talk about Tony and Billy, yeah, I'll talk yeah. about those. But Billy's dad, there's one scene that got cut where, and it makes sense to me now hearing the director talk about it, 
when Billy starts doing those private lessons for dance, his grandmother, like, he, he's supposed to be in charge of her. So, yeah. like, she roams around a lot. And uh. so, like, you know, there are scenes where she's roaming around town while he's taking these lessons. And then the father ends up getting arrested, too. So there's, like, an extra. Oh, snap. I will say, yeah, I did think, like, the movie set up this whole thing where he gets, you know, his dad finds out that he, he's been going to ballet instead of boxing. And then he, like, forbids him from doing it. And then he ends up taking private classes. But they never show, like, how he gets away with that. Like, yeah. they never, like, he, they never see him sneaking out after school. You never see him get questioned, like, where were you? You're like, wait. So he's still practicing every day, <laughs> but now it's cool to know there's deleted scenes. Yeah. I kind of wouldn't have minded because it wasn't the longest movie in the world. It could have been. Yeah, but it did break up like I could see how it could break up the sort of like you seeing Billy get better, more passionate. Yeah. It breaks up that story. Yeah. But yeah, this relationship with his dad. I mean, what were, what were your thoughts? Um, It was I just thought it was a pretty like well-rounded way to show this relationship where the dad is overbearing and can be violent and things like that, but they do enough to show you his, all the scenarios that kind of make him that way. Mm -hmm. But they also don't forget to show you that, like, he does have love for his family. It's just he's his back's up against the wall so much and he's fighting every fucking day that, like, he can't be this happy-go-lucky guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I like that where it wasn't, he wasn't just the overbearing dad who beats his son and says, don't dance because I think it's gay. It was more like, <laughs> And I, and I thought that was also refreshing where there was that element of like, he's like, we're masculine. So like, I can't even picture my son doing ballet, but like, it, that doesn't seem to be his biggest gripe. It's more just like life shit. We've been in a shit cycle forever. And like, we like, you know, like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. And like, you know, he doesn't say this, but I almost got the vibe of in the beginning of him being like, why do you think like you're special? Like what the fuck's the matter? Like get in mm. line and be a coal miner. You know what I mean? Mm. It isn't until he sees him dance that that changes, but like. You know, I kind of got that vibe too, where he's just like, "What? Like, where? Why do you think that you're not going to be doing this?" You know? What yeah, I mean? and it you kind of sympathize for the dad too, because it's like he lost his wife, and so it seems like he's just sad, like yeah. depressed. <laughs> and you know, deep down too, like you know, they're still even though it's hard work, they still kind of have a family unit. But like, the grandma's not going to live that long mm -hmm. tony's not probably gonna live in that house for that long and then if billy leaves to go do this then like now he's just like an old man alone yeah and you know divorce is horrible but i gotta imagine being widowed just hurts 10 million times more you know what i mean mm -hmm. like because it's like there was no choice in any of that like yeah you know so like it seemed like his marriage ended with love not like you know like the, so yeah it's, yeah it's rough and so it's like scary as being like yeah go and chase a dream because what if you fail and I can't help you? Or if you succeed and I'm here alone? You know, there's right. so many things. There's also that small town mentality of it all, too. Like, what will other people think? What yeah. will so-and-so exactly. head of the boxing match think of me? Yeah. I'm not a poof. You know, yeah, like, exactly. it's just so dumb when that's part of it. But, like, it's real. Yeah. Especially in this time. For real. For real. Yeah. So, I embarrassingly... <laughs> Uh, started crying during one of the scenes yeah. when uh, Billy and his dad finally get over their hurdle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, don't apologize. <laughs> I mean, actually, let's we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that portion of the movie later on. Yeah. I kind of like this, like little mini dives into each of the relationships mm. Billy has. I mean, if we're with the family, I think talking about Billy and his brother Tony. Yeah. Uh, is definitely makes sense to go next. Yeah. 
This one, I, I think this one could have benefited the most for a couple of extra scenes. Or maybe it is deliberate on the filmmakers, but, like, Tony just, they paint him as, like, the hard-headed one who's, like, the most hard-headed and, like, the least kind of accessible emotionally. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he mo he mainly just, like, yells at Billy for listening to his music. Like, he's just, like, all business all the time. And it isn't until kind of the end where you find out that he does actually, like, think about his brother and care about him and like you know there's a method to like his insanity a little bit yeah um but yeah it's tough in the beginning because his brother just like they just paint him as a guy who's like a short fuse mm -hmm. and i was just half i was half expecting him to be killed mm -hmm. at some point in this movie like like either by the cops like you know i thought he was just gonna go do something drastic and die and just leave billy and his dad to like to to pick up the pieces oh for sure that's what i was like imagining the whole movie yeah i mean you almost get there too yeah. during the minor strike that crazy scene um with all the cops um, he's getting chased to the townhouse isn't the row house? i don't even know what they call them over yeah. there but flat yeah all those flats <laughs> uh yeah i mean the director during the uh, mini doc i watched said that uh tony's character like that was the one that sacrificed most for this the final cut of the film because a lot of the scenes that do show that emotional side of tony were ended up being cut for just like the story yeah um but one scene you can you can go online and watch some of the deleted scenes one of my favorites was tony and billy and like tony sort of helping billy clean up because billy went with him to the mines and so they like had a bunch of coal on themselves and you know, Billy's asking him if he misses his mom, and he's like, what do you think? And you kind of just see, like, he, he does care for his little brother. Yeah. Like, it was just nice to see that. But yeah, I agree with you. It's like... But it almost works a little more when you find out he does. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you got that throughout the movie, it wouldn't have been as, like, as big of a moment. Yeah, that last scene wouldn't have hit as hard. Yeah, so it was, um... I kind of... Maybe it works, you know? Who knows? Yeah. But man, I also thought Tony was going to die when I first watched this movie. Yeah, because there's that time when they see one of the scabs at the supermarket and like they, him and his dad both intimidate him. But you see Tony's the one to start it. And like the way his, the actor plays it, he plays his dad. Like he, it seems like he probably wouldn't have done that if his son wasn't there. Like, oh, for sure. He probably would have just like been like, fuck this guy and like done something. But like because Tony went up and like, was, like grabbed his cart and shit, that's when yeah. he got up to back him up. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's a little more. He's hot. I would, like a young little revolutionary. Oh, for sure. I would usually save this for the beyond the credits, but it just makes sense since yeah. we're talking about the scene. So that scab is Tony's best friend or best mate from high school. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, they say it super quickly. It's like, that's my best mate. Uh, he turned into a scab. So that's why he was like a little more emotional than yeah. he would have been for any other uh, scab. Oh, that makes sense. One of the deleted scenes is towards the end of the movie as they're raising money for the Royal Ballet School like audition for the bus fare. You know, the the community's all getting together and raising money for Billy to for the bus fare. One of the deleted scenes is that scab, Tony's best friend, comes to the house and like gives them the money oh, for the bus. Like that's how they they make it. Um they ended up cutting the scene, but they bring that aspect back to the musical version. Oh, uh, okay. Because, like, you know, they have, like, all these coins. It's like, I never actually questioned it. I was like, oh, they got the money. Yeah, Great. I just figured the town <laughs> rallied together, like, you know. But it's so cool to, like, know that, you know, that was part of the story. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Though Tony has an emotional breakdown, but that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> Our Tony. Our Tony. <laughs> Our Tony. Did you ever say my Tony? Or is it our Tony? I oh, think it's... maybe the mom would say my Tony. My Tony was over there last night. <laughs> I'm going to start saying R Andy. Do they say your like 
your Philip was over there at a party with our Tony. <laughs> and their Tony came too, and it got real confusing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Billy and Miss Wilkinson. Billy and the Wilk. Um, AKA Mrs. Weasley. She's so freaking cool, this actress. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah, she don't play no games. <laughs> it's cool too, because I, I did a little deep dive on her and you know, she comes from a family that like her mom wanted her to be a nurse and like she was like, No, I want to be an actress and yeah. she did like improv and stuff and obviously it ended up working out for her, but she's just like a cool gal. <laughs> <laughs> I love when relationships start on like just such a real level like yeah. she was like i do not care for you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i like she i like that like she was also like rough on him but it was it was like the same as everyone else in his life but she was like the opposite of she was just like stop being a puff and dance you know like like you know like she's like you know like be a man and, and dance you know like yeah it was pretty funny where everyone else was like you know you can't dance it won't be a man and she's like stand up for yourself like a man and dance <laughs> like it was funny no but yeah it wasn't like it wasn't like he had like this like very like soft-handed you know motherly teacher like she was also pretty gruff at northern english you know yeah <laughs> it was cool and i do like that she sort of lives on she's sort of like middle class yeah. you know definitely not doesn't come where billy comes from so i I think it takes her a minute to recognize that she can't be as tough on him as she would like. Like there is a point in the film where she sort of ha realizes yeah. that he's going through a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, more than her daughter is. And she sort of has to pull back a little bit, but yeah, it's so nice to have like an adult in his life. That's like pushing him and challenging him to pursue like a passion he really has. Yeah. Yeah. And like most, kind of great teacher-student relationships. She learns from him just as much as he learns from her, but it's written in a like a realistic, natural way where you could write that in because you know that's like a cliche that's supposed to happen, but I like I believed it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it was cool. It was like she was tough on him, but was caring when she was supposed to be. But like it was like that belief, like he wouldn't have even thought about... Like he knew he liked to dance, but he didn't think he'd ever leave that town, you know? Yeah. Agreed. It's so funny. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is the We Love to Boogie uh, dance sequence. Is that when he's? Is that the Footloose sequence? Uh, no, it's not the Footloose. Uh, it's not the angry Footloose uh, okay. sequence. Yeah. I mean, that was just. <laughs> this is the one where I I know we'll talk about. <laughs> this is the scene where he brings a record uh, to her, his private yep, dance yep, class, yep. and he's dancing with with the teacher. Yep. She, the actress did not dance at all she she saw what the choreographer wanted her to do and she was like no <laughs> like yeah. i'm not i can't do that i forget was there any was there like something in the story where she like hurt herself as a dancer or something like back in the day i don't remember like or is she just old i that? think she's just old oh, okay. and like just never like made it made it i would have laughed if like they like there's an actress so much to like fuck it right in the script that she hurt her leg you know 20 <laughs> years ago and she can't move <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, but it's great. I mean, just actually to to take a beat and talk about the dancing real quick. I think one one of the brilliant aspects of this movie is yes, it's about Billy's passion for dance, mm -hmm. but he's not like a professional yet. I think a lot of dance movies, it's like you start out so bad, but at the end you're like a professional. Like yeah. somehow you have 10 years of experience as a dancer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the end of the movie. <laughs> This is not that, you yeah. know? And, like, they also, like, make a like a point about it where she was like, you should go to, like, this ballet school. And he's like, but I don't know ballet. And she's like, that's why they teach it to you at school. <laughs> like, it's like, they don't judge you on if you know it already. It's just if you have the capabilities of doing it. Yeah. And it was like, 
Yeah, it was more like his energy and his movement style and and passion, you know, all mixed together. Yeah. They when they found Jamie for the role, like the choreographer was like he has rhythm, like yeah. rhythm and like the way he moves and they make it a point in this movie too like you just said like it's the way you move. If that that sort of like is an indicator of like how good of a dancer you'll be in a few years yep. after training. Mm-hmm. So I think it it's nice to sort of show that to the audience like you don't have to be like a hundred percent or whatever it's like the pa- it's about the passion yep. at the end of the day yeah yeah we sort of touched on the main relationships that billy has throughout the movie where this sort of all comes together for the first and probably only time in the film is when miss wilkinson like he miss Tom- billy misses his audition for the royal ballet school yeah. so his teacher goes to his house um, to be like, yo, but he the missed hell? it because his brother got arrested during the scab chase we alluded to earlier. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that scab chase. Yeah. I, I guess we could talk about that. I mean, the the amount of extras used. Yeah, um, it had a good frenetic energy and like because of the lower budget, like it felt very like handheld and kind of like in your face. You know, it was cool. Yeah. It was a style that was getting real popular around that time. Now that I think about it, it is kind of messed up to make the town relive that again. Yeah. <laughs> Like, when there was, like, the line of officers all with their riot shields, like, I can't be, you know, like, after you've already gotten your ass whooped by real cops with riot shields. Yeah. Like, Damn. Sorry, real bobbies with, with with riot shields. Yeah. Cops are called bobbies. I, it's so funny how they say America's, like, pretty self-centered when it comes to news. You know, we only care about stuff that happens here. Like, without this movie, I would have never known about the minor strike. Yeah. And it's so crazy, like, how... Oh, I didn't even know it was real until we started this podcast. Yeah. I made it up for the movie. <laughs> so it just seems like, or not, it is, you know, such an important part of history for them. Or we're just like, la da 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 da. But yeah, that when they're when those cops beat Tony up in the sheets and you just start to see the blood, yeah. I think that's just the worst. Yeah, that made it effective. Yeah. So during the scene, Tony's sort of trying to run, so, Tony's running away through people's flats. Mm-hmm. And. I didn't know this before, but I was kind of like, yo, he's like breaking and entering in people's homes. Like yeah. I would be freaking scared if a rando just ran through my house. No but I think in my research now I'm realizing like the com- it was the community versus the police. Yeah. So him running through the flats, like they didn't mind that because like they were on the side of the miners. Yeah, yeah. You could see, yeah. Not that they weren't surprised. They were surprised when it came in, but like some of them closed the door behind them and stuff like that. You yeah. Know? I so, thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, so they miss he misses his big audition, which the way the movie was gearing up, I, I was a nice little surprise for me because I kind of assumed that the big audition was going to be the third act. Mm. Um, because like again, like I said, I saw the last scene, but I didn't remember that I saw it. So it was like <laughs> it was sitting in my brain the whole time. So when he missed the audition, I was like, oh, snap, we got some more movie. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, she comes to the house. The, the brother basically was just like, he's fucking, the dad was mad about the ballet, but the brother's fucking not having it. I know. He's furious. It, it seems like he like feels like he needs to be the man of the house. Yeah. He feels, I, I think he just feels like his dad's been sort of absent since the mom died. So he feels he this feels need that. to yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. And stomp out the foolishness, you know, before it gets out of hand. Yeah. Oh, I hated Tony in this moment, but, but and when they put him on the table. And then he runs away and like. I, I literally was Googling. I'm like, what year did Footloose come out? And is it possible this kid in Northern England saw Footloose? Like, was he like, because it was 84. Like, Footloose came out right around that time. I was yeah. like, this kid see it. And he's like, I can't wait till I dance angrily. <laughs> but this is basically a remake of the scene from Footloose. Like, it's exactly that. Yeah, it's pretty so. great. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I love the element of tap too, because like Jamie's a tap dancer. So uh-huh. I love that they brought that in. But yeah, I just, I really like the, the argument of the parents and the teacher or the dad, the brother, the teacher, and like looking up at Billy. Um, I really like that shot. Yeah. But yeah, the angry dancing is pretty fantastic. And in the way that it's shown, it kind of shows, it kind of seems like he angry dances every day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Because by the end of the scene, it's winter time and Christmas time. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, he's been doing that same routine every day. I don't think that's what they were implying, but (laughs) every day. I love this dance scene. And I actually like learned the choreography or you know you know i would i would relive the choreography in my living room growing up especially when i was angry (laughs) sort of in the same spirit as like how i would redo the the bring it on routines (laughs) this was one of them and i know i'm not the only one because i'm not the only one that loves this movie oh that's so funny (laughs) just angrily like I don't even know how to describe it audibly, but like fists at your side, like angrily tap dancing while looking forward with your arms <laughs> straight down. <laughs> so we transition to Christmas time. We talked about the Michael and Billy moment that happens around this time with the kiss on the cheek. Yeah, this is before or after he's dressed in the, his mom's dress and stuff. You find oh, that Michael, this was Michael's dad also might. I don't <laughs> know if he's gay, but he's definitely a cr- secret cross dresser. Oh yeah. Which I think shows you like how many secretly gay people yeah, are exactly. like around. Yeah. But yeah, this was after the fact. I mean, Billy kind of like already knew, but I think this was the moment where he's like, just because I like ballet doesn't mean I'm a puff, yeah. you know. <laughs> Michael was like, yeah, yeah, me, me neither. Just because I. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I know. I know. It's like you won't tell anyone, will you? <laughs> oh, so sweet. I love that scene. And and instead he brings him to like wear a tutu and like make him happy. Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, this scene with the dad and Billy in the boxing. Oh uh, yeah. Re- at the rec center. More angry, uh, straight arm dancing. Oh yeah. <laughs> when he has to teach him, when he shows him what he's been doing. Yeah, what a tattletale that boxing teacher was. Yeah. I'm glad it happened though. He ends up turning around though. He ends up. Yeah, supporting nice. yeah yeah all right so i'll i will say i feel like i say this with every dancing movie but like i get it's hard to do but like i don't think i really understand the dancing in this movie mm. i don't know like i know ballet in general doesn't do it for me but like even that kind of like that that scene when he's like showing his dad what he can do like i get I get it's hard to do but like it doesn't do it for me i don't think that's what it's about like yeah. i said it's about the passion and how he carries himself like it's not, he's not a professional yet. Yeah. It's not supposed to be good. I feel you. But, but like, I guess I, I just don't care about dancing enough where I'm just like, yeah, it looks like he's just stomping his feet a bunch. With, uh, you know, like, it's. I don't even know how to explain it to yeah. you, like why it I know, that's a me good. thing. It's not the movie. I'm not saying the movie is bad. I'm just saying it's, I, it happens a lot with these dance movies. Yeah. I mean, it was the same with last week with Saturday Night Fever where I'm like, I love that movie, but it's not because they're dancing. Like, I don't <laughs> give a shit about that. But you didn't, I mean, did you feel any emotion like watching his father watch yes. him dance? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It worked emotionally. I'm just saying like, if, like if I, if you just told me just that scene, I'd be like, all right, okay, he's dancing, mm. you know, but like, because I had all the back, the background leading up to it, it it worked but yeah yeah i just wanted to tell you because this whole time we've been talking about dancing and i'm like i just i don't i don't really get it like (laughs) that's nuts well i get it though i mean i mean i don't get it but i get it this scene watching the behind the scenes stuff 
reminds me of the magic of movie making because there are so many freaking people in the room in the behind the scenes footage of like the making of that scene in particular. Uh-huh. So to rewatch rewatch that scene, I'm like, how did they you know, it's just so crazy because even Jamie talks about how scared he was to dance do that dance in front of like so many people. Yeah when it's supposed to be this intimate moment between him and his father mm-hmm. and Michael on the side. Um, so, I don't know. It was just really nice to see. Cool, cool. But yeah, that's kind of the like, emotional turn of the movie because that's when his dad decides to start supporting him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and be like, oh, shit, maybe, like, who knows? And, yeah, and become a scab. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the... Does that happen immediately or is that when he realizes how much money he's going to need? Well, it, it after... I think shortly after, that's when the dad goes to visit the teacher and he's like, okay, what do we have to do? And I thought it was really noble that the teacher was like, I could take care of the bus fare, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, I have to do it. And that's what leads him to become a scab. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is like, this is probably the scene that works for me best, like emotionally, is like him crossing, like being on that bus, crossing the picket line, his son seeing him, chasing him down. Mm -hmm. And then like also... I still didn't... This is what we were talking about earlier where I was like, this is finally the moment where you see that the son it does have a huge heart. Mm. It's just it's been hiding under this like this fighting mentality he's had. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, when his the dad's breaking down saying like, we got to at least give him a chance, you know? And then like... Because I like the line that when Tony says like, what are you talking about? He's just a boy. Like, you shouldn't. he shouldn't be having all these pressures. So like, it wasn't that he didn't want him to chase his dreams. He was just like, boy should be... Like, he should just have a nice carefree childhood with no pressures because life's going to suck for him like it does for us. So yeah. like, let's give him a few years of being a pure boy. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, that's cool. It wasn't just him being like, what are you fucking talking about? He can't dance. Like, <laughs> you know, because leading up to this movie, I knew that, I knew the lines we were talking about were like, boys do boxing and wrestling. So I was like, oh, maybe just a, it's a movie about a homophobic family. But yeah. like, it's not about that at all. It's so multi-layered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I actually feel bad about, I feel bad for Billy once the town is behind him because it's like an unfair added pressure. Like, okay, now people are behind you. You can't freaking fail now because they're going to be like, why do we freaking support this? Yeah. It brought in a couple of good like giggles too where like after he's getting all the support and then he's like, I want to quit. And then his dad's like the same (laughs) level of like barbaric as he was earlier but he's just like the fuck you talking about of course you're gonna dance like you know like when like you know a couple scenes earlier the fuck you talking about you're never gonna dance you know like you stole that guy yeah (laughs) oh it's freaking fantastic shut the fuck up and go dance oh man i think well at the ballet at the royal ballet school during his audition it's so you know we're we're in this town the whole time, so once we're taken out of that world and into this fancier world, more upscale, yeah. to see them in that environment is just so funny. Yeah, even during his audition, like you could just tell they're not, you know, they're not thinking men, like you know, because like they want him to describe, they want him to use very like flowery language to describe their love of dance, and they're just like, oh no, I just like it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, I guess. I can't do it. <laughs> Feel like you're flying. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I was so frustrated watching this scene for the first time. Like Billy, don't fuck this up. <laughs> like just say something, anything. And it's so funny too when they like ask the dad if he has any questions, and he's like, "No, not yeah, really." <laughs> yeah, like, that's literally the most basic interview. Like you have to go and interview at least with one question for them. Like it's just how it goes. He's like. Argh. And the beauty of... I was half expecting them to be like, any nun poofs up in here. Like, you know, like just something <laughs> ridiculous. 
It's the beauty of the merge of comedy and and emo like mo- I get a, mo- a lot of emotional satisfaction from this because you get that humor th- that humorous moment, but then you also like you know the the teacher the judges are like you know he can't succeed without a hundred percent support from his family. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, of course I support him a hundred percent, and that is like makes me cry every Aww. time. <laughs> Like, yes, support from the family. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will say it's it did break my heart. Not break my heart, but Billy obviously performs his audition piece better for his dad than he does for this. Yeah. So the true payoff that gets him in is when he finally describes how he feels yeah. like when he dances. Yeah, which I think is cool, too, because he needed to... He needed to do that. Like, now that he has the support, he needs to support himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, a lot, of the, a lot of the movies, he's letting things happen to him, you know? And this is kind of, like, him making a decision that, like, I'm going to get myself into this school. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Like, he's kind of just been like, you should do this. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> okay, miss. Okay, miss. Miss. <laughs> and lastly, I think him punching that kid in the uh, dressing room. Yeah. He's like, I only kiss one poof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just this again for the audience. Remember, this is not a puff movie. <laughs> but no, that was that 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 scene was good too because it reminds you that he's also still eleven. Like you know, mm. like we're not watching a fucking fully full grown adult like making these decisions. Like he's still gonna be a confused kid. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, I mean, we only have that one final scene. I don't know if you had any comments. Um. Yeah. Why'd you show me the scene out of context? I don't know. <laughs> I do that a lot. I gotta but, stop. Uh, yeah, we didn't really talk a lot about the filmmaking in this, but they do. It's not. Oh t- my bad. <laughs> not, no, no, no. Uh, no, I would just transition to the end. Oh, okay. Um, but and it's not tons of times, but they do do some creative bits of editing to show kind of time lapse, time changing, mm. and uh, you know, like sometimes it'll within one cut will will be somewhere completely different. And I like that this ending kind of did that too, where like we just cut to Tony and the dad you know, walking in with their tickets to go see something. And at first I was like, wait, there's tickets for a children's ballet recital. Mm. And then like you, then then you see Michael and like, you slowly realize, Oh, now we're in the future. Like, and I thought that was just a, you know, it's not, it's not going to blow your mind cinematically, but it's, it's a way to use the medium. Yeah. In a cool. Yeah. They do it again, like earlier on with the snow. Yeah. With the Christmas. Yeah. 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 It's very subtle. Yeah. And it's, it's using the visual medium to its, best moments you know there's no reason to just tell everyone everything when yeah you show it to them. i don't know what i'd be curious to know what you think but them getting to the ballet you know tony's calling back to his dad like we're gonna miss it like let's go blah blah yeah, blah just like earlier when they were gonna miss the picket line yeah i you know i was reading comments online a lot of people are like a lot of theories are that the dad is just so overwhelmed because, like, he's going to see his son at a ballet, which is one thing. He's in this big city. He never leaves Durham. That's a whole other thing. Like, you know, there's just, like, he's, like, so overwhelmed. But for me, it's always been, like, I feel like he's getting a little bit of what his mom had. You know, like, it's, like, early stages oh, of, like, getting so? old. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Like, it just seemed to me like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I looked at it way more lighthearted where, like, that was their dynamic in the beginning of the movie. And then by showing it again now in the future, it's like, ah, oh, everything kind of went back to normal. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still like them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's all, you know, it's like when you see, like, an old married couple fighting about the same thing for 30 years. And it's like, ah, oh, he's always going to be telling his dad to hurry up, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I, I don't know. That's how I read it. Where <laughs> that's I was, just a theory that yeah. I have. But 
I, I think he's there, yeah. but I think it's the early stages. Yeah. I don't think the story needs that. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought this movie was very... I mean, this uh, ending was... I thought it worked really well. And as like, for me, as someone who didn't really care... The dancing was the last thing I cared about in this. So it was more into the story. Mm-hmm. Similar to Saturday Night Fever. I liked that the emotional... Cli- the climax was emotional and not dancing. Mm-hmm. It, the ending wasn't him trying to win a, a thing or... or impress a judge or get a score and yeah you did it billy it was a little bit more it was a more of an emotional journey towards the end similar to saturday night fever you yeah. know it's like and i like that a lot better than like let's win the dance competition yeah you know uh, dancing did it very similar where like th- dancing is the end of that movie but it's not it, it's not just it's not about that like mm-hmm. it's it's about the two of them getting together on a stage you know yeah so i dug it Oh, that's awesome. And freaking seeing Michael there, I remember being like, oh! Yeah, that was good casting, too. Unless that was the same kid, and they were just like, <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you could play, play 28 and 11 because you're fucking 17. I didn't look it up, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it but is. But the, um, what's it called? The, the casting was really good. Like, you looked just like him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love the nudge. That's Michael. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> That's such a realistic way you would do it. I was I was kind of half waiting for him to be like the poof from next door. Yeah. Like you know, like I was like I was gonna be like that. That doesn't seem like the guy who remembers his son's friends' names. Yeah, you know? like, like, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I love read, reading the comments of like like-minded people on the internet, like just people who love it, because a lot of them were like. It really shows you how much, you know, Michael cares to, like, be there. You know, after all these years, he's going to be there to, like, support Billy. Yeah. And he's so interested, he doesn't care if his boyfriend isn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's Because <laughs> that funny. black guy could, like, not care less. <laughs> he's like, oh, fucking white people shit this ballet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mad funny. I, yeah, because, like, what would it be then? That was probably, like, 1995. Like, you know? Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. And one observation I never made, but someone on the internet was like, it's so funny how the whole movie, everyone wanted Billy to box. And at the end, when you see him walking towards, you know, in backstage, he's wearing like a boxing ring robe. Oh, dope. I, never, I, didn't, even, I, didn't, I didn't put that together. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. The casting is freaking fantastic. The guy they get to play older Billy and I think having the makeup for Swan Lake really helps. Yeah. But it's just so... We were talking about that connection, too. Like, the Swan Lake story was kind of important to him earlier. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, his teacher tells him the story of Swan yeah. Lake. And then 10 years later, he's freaking the principal dancer. Yeah. And being a principal dancer at a dance school is a huge deal. Like, mm-hmm. to go to see a show and your son is, like, the lead. Oh. <laughs> um... Yeah, and you could just tell how good he is because the fellow, like the ensemble, keeps looking at him yeah. for his big move. Yeah. But everyone agrees. Everyone that um, watches the scene and freaking loves it like I do, that last l- shot you get of the father, you know, at the end of the movie is one of the most powerful shots yeah. of all time. <sighs> the gasp. Someone wrote every every kid should like experience their parent like being proud of them like that uh-huh. and like every parent should have a moment like that as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's so great. <laughs> You're like cool. Yeah, cool <laughs> You're like I don't get the dancing. <laughs> well, you don't see that. There's no dance in a sea, so it's it's fine. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just so freaking powerful to me. Even I, I, after we watched it, I've watched that scene twenty times since we watched the movie. Wow! Like rewatching it on yeah, YouTube. That's so. It's funny. so good. I can never get tired of it. Last thing on this scene. Were you bothered by the fact that his teacher wasn't there? I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. What? Yeah, I was like, at that point, we had so much family stuff that I kind of forgot about the teacher. Ah, uh, interesting. Was there a reason she wasn't there? Yeah. She died? No. Uh. She simply wasn't available for filming that day. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> like, that's literally the only reason she wasn't there. Yeah. But I honestly don't think it bothered me i don't think it did and it almost made it a little more realistic because like not everyone cares. like you know what i mean like sometimes you do lose touch with important people in your life and, you know and that is it might be a t-shirt and it's just like it's not yeah. it's not good or bad it just happens you know the one thing i do wish that happened is like they had like a, a hug or something before he yeah. left for the royal ballet school yeah that's true because i just felt like she treated it like ah oh, whatever no big deal but because she's not used to like having an emotional connection like she she's separated from her husband she doesn't really show affection to her daughter so like yeah and then he's not gonna initiate it that's so true, that true. that frustrated me that but yeah a lot of people were like she should have been there and you know she deserves a lot of credit for pushing him oh for sure i mean maybe if i watched this a bunch of times i would have thought that but as seeing it only once I, at that point it wasn't even i didn't think about it yeah oh that's funny we could do a little beyond the credits we could. if you wanted to I know. Also, I f- oh, I feel like the movie did its own behind the credits by jumping 10 years in the future and showing us what happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was more so going to just tell you a little bit about the musical. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So, like I said, Sir Elton John, you know, first saw this movie at the film festival where it premiered and immediately he was like, I want to do a stage version, like a yeah. musical. Uh, we're writing the music for this thing. I didn't know this, but he had sort of like a... He had a complicated relationship with his father. So I read somewhere that the end was super emotional for him because his father never saw any of his shows. Yeah. Um, and I guess like that was like out of choice versus like he didn't like die before he became famous, you for know, sure. which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but just to never have that satisfaction and then see that in a movie, I think just really affected him. Damn. Um, so he called like the director and was like, how do we make this happen? Yeah, yeah. So the the musical version it hit the West End in 2005 and it costs 5.5 million pounds to make right. so definitely more than the US dollars I actually read like the musical cost way more than the movie yeah, did that's funny. but it ended up making a bunch of money as well and winning a Tony so nice. um it was super successful and it ran up to 2012 oh, so wow. pretty successful show i think 1300 performances and it's so funny too. Like they had so many Billies, and there I came across an interview of like young Tom Holland, like doing press for the show. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how like all the Billies live in the same like quarters, and they rehearse eight hours a day. That's mad funny. And you know their contracts renew every six months because like once they hit puberty, like they kind of get cut. Wow. So it's kind of like. <laughs> You're in it as long as you like are young. So Tom Holland could have done it forever. Yeah, <laughs> he's got that. He's got that boy body. <laughs> but that is so crazy that you made that observation. Like it looks just like him. I literally was like, if if this if this movie came out two thousand like nine, I would have believed it. You know, <laughs> he would have been the right age. Uh, but uh, I will say, like, it has not really that much to do with it. But knowing how much Elton John 
loved this movie. It's kind of great and full circle, and I want to see Rocket Man now uh-huh. because obvi- that's the biopic on Elton yeah. John. But Jamie Bell, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, Jamie Bell was is in that movie ah. um, as Elton John's like best friend and writer producer. Oh, like snap. he plays that character, so it's kind of like awesome to see that full circle yeah. moment. I yeah. heard Rocket Man was good. Yeah, I never saw it though. I don't know. I feel like it got overshadowed by like that bohemian rhapsody movie. yeah that's what i've heard because i didn't see it because i saw bohemian rhapsody and got burned because i didn't like that movie at all mm-hmm. and then everyone told me that they were like nah it's it's just like the marketing was the same you know what i mean like it was it was just like they it was another movie named by their fi- most famous song like so people were just like it's another one of these mm. but i could be wrong too maybe it stinks but people have told me rocket man was good yeah i don't know from what i saw it seemed a little more bohemian was kind of boring damn the queen scenes were all right like i like queen so like this when they played concerts, it was fun to watch, but yeah. it didn't make it a good movie. Damn. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that. What's that actor's name? Egerton. Yeah. I feel like he's good, like underrated. Oh yeah, Egerton's the man. Yeah. I I just feel like people don't talk about him as much as they should. Well, there's be. two of them. Oh, there is. Yeah. The the this the, this one and then his brother was the guy from The Gift, as Joel Egerton. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. Elton John was Taron Egerton. Oh, we totally talked about this. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yo, these families are nuts. That's cool. All right. Well, to sort of wrap things up, I <laughs> did I mention I love this movie? Uh, no. I was really excited to show you this one. It's so funny. I always have trouble like thinking about what my next movie will be. And thank you for reminding me that I wanted you to show this. Yeah. <laughs> that I wanted to show you this one. I think that watching it now with you i'm like oh this would be a perfect movie for andy like i know you love the movie sing street it kind of like falls in that ah, line of i was like... gonna bring that up in my <laughs> finale talk Ooh. it kind of falls in line of that like coming of age story um and then it doesn't shy away from like the adult nature of like what's going on in his life it's not about the dancing though the passion for dancing is a huge part of it and yeah so b- even though i know you didn't like really care for ballet i knew that there was like enough for you to like care about or like develop you know go along the ride with and appreciate and i also think that you would appreciate that for me this movie's always been a representation of art sort of emerging out of chaos because that's really what people always turn to when there's nothing else even you know, Billy experiences dancing at probably the worst time he could possibly experience it and develop a love for it. Like, there's all this important stuff happening. Like, why would you bring this to make matter for you? Um, but that's really always where the light is. Um, art brings out the light and everything. So it's always been a, an important film for me in that sense. It, especially with, I feel like it's always harder when people who don't have the means or poor want to try and pursue something i feel like you would find you would appreciate that as well and like how well it's represented in this film and then it's it's not like billy's dad and brother were evil or whatever like they really show like the full rounded nature of all of these characters so i don't know i just think uh you would really love i mean i hope you love this movie so um i guess i'll just pop the question andy do you love what I love? Well, that-
love it. Love it. I love it. I got some love. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know if it's going to be like any, uh, in the catalog of like, I'm going to watch this all the all the time type flick. But uh, no, there was tons of meat on the bone. And yeah, you kind of nailed it in your description right up top where I'm not even going to repeat most of that. Where, yeah, it's it's just a more, it's more an adult film than I kind of thought it was going to be. And the kind of what I s set up top where the nature of the story made me think it was just going to be like, all right, another like kind of kids movie. It'll be inspirational, I'm sure. It'll have a good message. But I just expect it to be simpler. And I like that it kind of challenged stuff narratively, but then also challenged some stuff cinematically as well, where it wasn't just like, it wasn't boring to look at, like on top of uh, a good, well-made story. And you truly nailed it with the Sing Street comparisons, because, you know, I fucking, I haven't really, I haven't really talked about it much on this show, but I love Sing Street. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's one of the best movies that came out in that decade of, of like the, this last decade we just came out of, but for me, it was one of my personal favorites and just one that I watch a lot. And I would be shocked to find out if the filmmakers of Sing Street weren't fans of this mm, because yeah. aesthetically, so similar, it's, you know, this type of story it's trying to tell. I think even the music. The music, uh, A Town Called Malice was threw me right right in because there's, <laughs> the, there's a montage in this movie where A Town Called Malice is playing and they do the same thing in Sing Street. So I just had so many similar vibes of just that, like, yeah, it was just, except that was Irish and this is, uh, this is English. But uh, if, if you enjoyed Sing Street and you've never seen this, I'd be shocked. To the point, too, where Michael, both actors, young and old, looked like the main kid from Sing Street. <laughs> yeah. Especially old Michael. I was like, I know this is before Sing Street, so it can't be him, but that <laughs> looks just like him. The dark hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those comparisons are right off the bat. So yeah, I dug it. And then... It just also, on, on a surface level, the fact that this is like a similar story, but told in a different culture, which just made it more fun for me because it wasn't, it was like stuff I didn't really know about. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't know about the strike in England. You know, not that I've never seen movies shot on location here, but they're not that frequent. So when I do get to see it, it's like him running through those towns. I felt like I'm like, oh, I'm like seeing these little English towns, you know? Yeah. And I, as some, as, you know, I hiked through England, you know, hundred that 100-mile hike, so, like, I got to see a lot of towns that looked like this. So, overall, yeah, it was, like, it was a pretty pretty solid wall-to-wall -wall movie, and it didn't feel self-indulgent at any point. That could mm -hmm. happen with these dance movies. It was, like, the problem I had with, God damn it, Singing in the Rain. I liked the whole thing until the end where I found it got incredibly self-indulgent, oh. and it was just, like, we're going to dance for 15 fucking <laughs> straight minutes or longer, and you're going to marvel at it. And, like, I get it. It's impressive, but, like, you're making a movie. You're not making a demo reel for someone to dance. Right. And I like that this ever fell into that. It was like, no, no, we're telling a story. Like, I'm sure on the on the Broadway show, there is a lot more singing and dancing, but that's because that's what you're there for. You're there to watch an entire spectacle. This is like, it's a movie. And yeah. I think it really works. And they made the right choices for the medium. So, yeah, I got, I got love for this movie. I, I feel like I haven't gotten a love in a long time from yeah, you. It, so, like, this is really satisfying. I feel like neither of us have gotten a love in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was solid. I'll, I'll recommend it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't like I said. I don't know if I'm gonna be like I'm gonna cra craving to go watch it again, but like I would truly wholeheartedly recommend this to most people. So I know I cried. Did you tear up at all? Like mm, I always miss it when you do. I don't think I did. Nah, I don't think oh, so. Okay, because you cried during Sing Street, and that's put you on blast. Yeah, every single time. <laughs> It's crazy. I've seen it like six times like every single time. Oh man. Well, this is mine. I like I guess yeah. maybe you'll maybe next time. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, please be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. 
Also, if you have the time, please take a moment to rate and review. Every bit of feedback helps. I'm Andy. I'm Masha, and I hope you love what I love.